Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. going on dmv you know who it is youngest in charge movement Linnell willingham here with you live and local on 106.7 the fan and always streaming live nationally on the free odyssey app ride with me and to take you up to 10 o'clock here tonight on this thursday night edition of overtime plenty to get to uh, here in the next three and a half hours or so coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, at about 7.30 or so, our pal A.J. Perez of Front Office Sports set to join the program. We'll get his thoughts on the big-time story of this afternoon, the bombshell that came out last night via Nikki Javala and Mark Maskey of the Washington Post, basically signaling to us that there is a little bit of a holdup uh, in terms of next week's vote on the sale of the Washington Commanders. We'll get to all of that uh, and more with... A.J. Perez, when he joins the show, coming up at 7.30. Uh, before we get completely submerged in the commander stuff and the sale and the stadium and all that, I want to get the opportunity to reflect on last night. And I said it here on Overtime if you were tapped in. To me, the ESPYs is always my favorite award show of the year, right? Like some people like the Grammys, some people like the Emmys, the NFL Honors. What what the NFL, excuse me, what pro sports are able to do with the ESPYs uh, is incredible, man. And I, I love the sp- the specific awards that get handled. I love the the stories of perseverance that gets you know spoken upon throughout the evening. And last night, tremendous moment after tremendous moment after tremendous moment. I was here in studio doing overtime, so I didn't really get to catch it live, but going back on YouTube and in the ESPN app and going through and looking at the montage of things that happened last night and some of the highlights, it was absolute bedlam, man. Lil Wayne coming out, 
performing a million. Eminem, I see you grinning about that. That that caught me off guard because I don't know if you're hip, bro. Kevin Hart initially was supposed to host the ESPYs last night. The writers in Hollywood are on the strike, so it felt like they were winging it. But what'd you think about the Amelie performance? Because I thought it was goat-like. Dude, it was electric. And then he was also kind of freestyling. <laughs> it wasn't just like his normal, yeah, like, Amelie lyrics. Yeah, thief, yeah. Yeah, it was lit. It was definitely crazy, man. Uh, shout out Lil Wayne. And speaking of Lil Wayne, I'm kind of jumping all over the place right now. He is the guy that is uh, on the theme song for Undisputed on FS1. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, that duo no longer together. Uh, we found out earlier today, though, via Andrew Marchand, apparently... Former Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman, one of the lead candidates to replace Shannon Sharp uh, on Undisputed. And if any of you were avid followers of First Take back in the day, that is really how Richard Sherman not got his claim to fame, but really like his clout boosted after his back and forth with Skip Bayless on First Take back in the day. And it got testy between the two. So the fact that Andrew Marchand reporting that Sherman is a candidate uh, to join Skip Bayless on Undisputed. That would be absolute fireworks, and i definitely tune in. I mentioned, though, last night, man, the ESPYs was great. Lil Wayne doing a uh, montage of a Millie and a different version of it, freestyling and throwing athletes' names in it. It was great. Uh, LeBron James and family last night was absolutely awesome, man. Uh, it was cool seeing him up on stage with his wife and his three kids. That was definitely cool to see. Pat McAfee last night I thought was awesome. Um, and really, it just shows how seasoned and polished Pat McAfee is, man. Because I wonder, Eminem, over under on how many days Pat McAfee had to prepare that opening montage, man. Because I felt like this was something that happened last minute. Yeah, I watched his show and he mentioned something about it. He kind of hinted at it mm -hmm. on, I think it was Monday. So yeah, I'd say like three and a half, four days to yeah. prepare. I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Uh, I was going to play some of it for you all here tonight, but the audio on the YouTube for ESPN is acting funky, but it was it was very fun to watch. That's normally like that opening montage and the monologue is what they call it. It's normally the best part of the show for me, right? Like I love the host going around the room and, you know, ragging on the athletes that are in attendance. Skip Bayless caught some strays last night uh, for the DeMar Hamlin tweet after that situation. Uh, speaking of DeMar Hamlin, man, he was, in all the moments last night, Patrick Mahomes really felt like the star of it all. Walked away with three different awards, best male athlete, best NFL player, best team for the Kansas City Chiefs. But the best moment, the best moment overall last night for me, DeMar Hamlin presenting the Buffalo Bills training staff with the Pat Tillman Award for service. Like I said, man, probably the best moment of the entire night for me. If anybody watched live, I want your reaction on this. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L -L underscore BTP. I want your reaction because I want to know if I'm just some big emotional 25-year-old. When watching DeMar, first of all, trying to put myself in that theater last night, everyone was on their feet when DeMar got announced and when he got uh, when he walked onto the stage and seeing the camera pan around and showing the reactions of different people, man, clearly a ton of emotion. But... Man, when I was watching it earlier today, I was in studio doing this. Watched it earlier today on YouTube, and I'm like, is it cold in here? Literally, the hairs on my arms begin to stand up. I got chills watching him basically relive that moment on stage last night. Man, that's that's in a nutshell what was happening. And, and shout out the entire Buffalo Bills athletic training staff for 
you know, providing those life-saving measures for him on the field. But just looking at DeMar's face all on the line and, and trying to, you know, get himself together emotionally, listening to him or watching him during that got me emotional, man, because I'm just trying to put it all in perspective for him. The last 10 to 12 months, it's been a whirlwind for DeMar Hamlin, right? I love the things that he's doing going around the country, teaching CPR, and life-saving measures, like, it's great, but, like, in perspective, he's returning to the football field this year, man. So, last night, seeing that moment and reliving that moment and having everything come full circle, man, uh, it was definitely amazing to watch. And, like I said, the trainers are amazing. The raw motions were amazing last night. And it was absolutely lovely, man. It was my favorite part of the ESPYs. But, of course, it was your king, LeBron James, still in the show last night with a little bit of an update on his NBA playing future. Take a listen. When the season ended, um, I said I wasn't sure if I was going to keep playing. And I know a lot of experts told you guys what I said, but I'm here now speaking for myself. In that moment, I'm asking myself if I can still play without cheating the game. Can I give everything to the game still? Truth is, I've been asking myself this question at the end of the season for a couple years now. I just never openly talked about it. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. (laughs) Man, it doesn't LeBron James just have a flair for the theatrics, man. It was completely crazy. I didn't play the whole entire bite of him up there, obviously, but Eminem, we were talking about it before the show started. He caught my neck. I felt like when I was watching it, obviously we know, and I saw the headline after the fact, but as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, did he do a bluff retirement last night? Yeah, watching it live, I I thought there was a chance he was going to retire, and then when he didn't, it finally hit me, and I realized LeBron loves ADs. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, I would have been sour if he had actually retired like that. We wouldn't have gotten to have that, like, farewell tour. for Exactly. Yeah, and that's kind of why I felt like there was never a chance of him really retiring. As we just said, he's got a a flair for the theatrics, man. He understands sports entertainment. Let's call it what it is, right? I ain't trying to go WWE on y'all, but that is what it is, man. He understands it, and... Seeing him up there last night accepting the award uh, for for passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the NBA's all-time scoring list and hearing from his wife, Savannah, uh, hearing from, you know, Zuri. It it was a cool little moment, man. And I always say this about LeBron James, and it's I guess it's relevant now as Victor Wembanyama made his much-anticipated Summer League debut uh, this past weekend. As far as, like, role models are concerned in the sports world and, like, who my favorite people are and who I look up to. I'm such a darn homer that it's it's really hard for me to like sometimes look at sports outside of the DC sports market sometimes in terms of like building a personal relationship with a player. With LeBron James, your king, my king too, right? Like it's clearly to me the greatest player of all time. And as far as like model citizen for being an athlete and not having any type of off-the-court drama. He is literally, LeBron James, is the epitome of the American dream, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I really do feel that way. Comes from out the slums of Cleveland, raising a single-parent home, in the gym, the entirety of his childhood, pretty much. 
all the expectations that were put on him. The first high school game to ever be televised on ESPN was LeBron James. Think about the hype that this dude had coming out of high school and the beautiful thing I say about LeBron and why he's so spectacular to me. He lived up to it by every stretch of the imagination. LeBron James, let's be honest, not only did LeBron live up to the hype, I think it's fair to say he exceeded the hype. He surpassed the hype, right? Like, LeBron is him, y'all. Whether you hate him, whether you love him, and I love that he alluded to that during his SB speech, whether you hate me, whether you love me, you got to respect me, right? And I think you have to, man. And now, watching the way he handles himself as a man off the court, the things he does for his community, the way he's raised his children in the public eye, you never hear nothing crazy about Bronny or Bryce, you know, getting into any type of nonsense. It's just... It's incredible, man, and I'm glad we got to see LeBron James get his flowers last night uh, at the ESPYs. It was uh, damn fun to watch. Some NFL news for you as well before we hit the top of the 7 o'clock hour. As we sit here, man, what is it, July the 13th, 2023, officially two weeks away from the start of training camp around the National Football League, and as we continue to inch closer towards the commencement of camp, we'll have news come out uh, in the coming days. The big-time news today uh, comes out of New York with the Jets, the team, and defensive tackle Quinnen Williams agreeing to terms on a long-term deal that will make Quinnen Williams the highest-paid defensive lineman uh, in National Football League history for now. And for my folks out there who are keeping their eyes peeled for where DeAndre Hopkins lands, um, I think Quinnen Williams signing for what he signed for today maybe speeds things up in terms of Chris Jones and the Chiefs and their contract talks and whether or not they're going to restructure his deal or not. Because if they can create some cap room, maybe they're able to go out and afford DeAndre Hopkins. And I was talking about it the other night on overtime. Wherever he, talking about D-Hop and Dalvin Cookland, I think they're such tremendous talents that it completely shifts the balance of power in the National Football League, uh, depending on where they go. More news out of New York. We touched on this last night a little bit as well. Uh, more rumblings from the Giants about Saquon Barkley holding out. Uh, we heard from Diana Rossini earlier today, and she reiterated the fact uh, from her tweet last night saying that talking to the folks in Saquon Barkley's camp, uh, if he and the Giants are unable to come up with a long-term deal by Monday's 4 o'clock deadline, then his status for week one and the remainder of the regular season I will be very much in doubt, so... That's something to keep an eye on, Commanders fans, as we continue to watch the moves of the fellow NFC East teams as we get geared up here for training camp uh, elsewhere around the NFC East. We also found out today, this is kind of news in the tragic variety, honestly, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, who were, to me, the champs of the offseason at this point, uh, it was announced earlier that Eagles defensive tackle rookie Jalen Carter out of the University of Georgia uh, is being sued by Victoria Bowles who survived the fatal car wreck that killed a University of Georgia football player and recruiting staffer back on January the 15th. I know during the pre-draft process and before this accident happened, um, there was a consensus that Jalen Carter was not only the best defensive prospect in the draft, but the best overall player in the draft. So that tragic incident that happened on January the 15th, it kind of felt as if we were moving past it a little bit. And I know that sounds like a sick and heinous thing to try and do, but you, you get where we're coming from with this. You thought we had kind of maybe heard the last of it, and it seemed like from a punishment standpoint, Roger Goodell and the National Football League, B. 
because the incident didn't happen while he was in the program and in the league that they weren't really going to do anything. But now that he's officially been drafted and this suspension news, or excuse me, this lawsuit is coming from Victoria Bowles, could we see Roger Goodell and company potentially suspend Jalen Carter uh, for some portion of the 2023 season? And think about how that would affect the Philadelphia Eagles on the field, right? They lose Javon Hargrave in free agency. Their best interior defensive lineman in San Francisco. We know Fletcher Cox is getting a little long in the tooth. Jordan Davis, last year's first-round pick, didn't really prove himself to be you know, durable throughout the duration of the season. So if Jalen Carter has to miss time for Philadelphia, you know, you just have to wonder what type of impact that has on their defense, though. But hopefully for Jalen Carter and the families involved uh, with the University of Georgia, hopefully we're able to get some resolution to this and, you know, hopefully move past it here. Got some NBA news as well for you, man. Like I mentioned, in about a half hour, though, our pal A.J. Perez from front office sports is set to join the program uh, he will get us up to speed on the Washington Post bombshell report, alluding to the idea that maybe, just maybe, the impending sale of the Washington Commanders uh, may take a little bit longer based on Daniel Snyder doing what the midget does, getting feisty, uh, requesting indemnification. Uh, A.J. Perez said to join us at 7.30. He'll get to the bottom of all of that with us. Before we get to A.J., though, want to get to some NBA news, and we'll get into more detail on this as the show rolls on here tonight, but... We've been following all the top storylines in the NBA this entire offseason, and we gave you the news last week that James Harden opting into his $36 million player option with the 76ers uh, in order to try and facilitate a trade out of Philly. Well, as we found out here in the past couple of days, James Harden was at the white all-white party of Sixers owner Michael Rubin and a bunch of the guys were there. Joel Embiid was there. Tobias Harris was there. Tyrese Maxey, you name it, man. The who's who was there. And, and there was this thought that maybe James at that party was able to, you know, mend some fences, so to speak, and potentially, you know, make things okay for the 2023 season in terms of where he plays basketball and whether or not that'll be in Philly or not. Uh, according to sources, though, uh, even after the all-white party, James Harden earlier this week, you know, reiterating that he still wants out of Philadelphia. And sources say the L.A. Clippers is where James Harden wants to end up. Uh, but like I said, the Sixers still trying to mend the situation. I think it gets messy, right? Because this is one of those situations, man, because of the relationship between Daryl Morey and James Harden, I do have some hope for it. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski got us up to speed on the latest with the James Harden situation on the, excuse me, on the latest with the Damian Lillard situation. Uh, take a listen. These processes, listen, they're often built around having deadlines in place, a trade deadline, the NBA draft, uh, the start of free agency. There's not a deadline in place now. Actually, really I do want to jump. I do want to jump in on this. I realized I made a uh, I made a rookie September. rookie radio mistake. I tossed the wrong piece of audio. We will let you hear from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski on Damian Lillard. A little bit later on in the show, we'll talk all things NBA in the 9 o'clock hour. Our pal Keith Pompey, who covers the Philadelphia 76ers for the Inquirer, he's set to join us coming up at 9.30. You all know how I get down those. The People Show, tapping with me all show long, one of three ways. MGM, National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P.
We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, it's Linnell's lead line. My top story of the night, you all know what it is, the Washington Post giving us some more insight into another potential hurdle in the sale of the Washington Commanders. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.